Hello, and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. The, uh, these are the dark days, I say. Barely managed to uh, stumble right out of the gate on this show. These are going to be another uh, hopelessly neurotic show. Um, we'll end on an on a up note, or I'll try anyway. Um, so let's, let's just start with a non-neurotic thing. But uh, I got new headphones. I got these like Bluetooth um, wireless headphones. And the um, only bit of knowledge when they say like, oh, the internet is, you know, all of mankind's knowledge put out into the world. No, it's not. It's missing an instruction manual for my Bluetooth headphones by some no-name brand where I can't figure out how to make the volume go up and down. Um, I ended up air quote stealing a... Um, an instruction manual from another box of headphones. Um, not like in a store or anything, but uh, from like a supply closet. So it's fine. No harm, no foul. And um, so I now get them to work and it's weird. It's weird kind of being untethered from my phone, um, so to speak. But that was, uh, that was a couple of days of just being really frustrated. Um, that has nothing to do with being neurotic or anxious. Just a thing I wanted to bring up because it was frustrating and um, it weird just having things on my ears again, um, bumping into my glasses so I can't wear a winter hat um, because it's monsoon season in Colorado. So after listening to um, a podcast that I accidentally reset thanks to the new headphones, I was like an hour and a half in and it was like, we're going all the way back to the beginning of three hours. And I'm like, no, you're not. I was listening to the Fat Man on Batman about uh, Daredevil and it had Joe Quesada on it. And I was very excited. But uh, they talk about how Matt Murdock kind of has that thing that women kind of um, attach themselves to or the women are attracted to. It's just like a vibe they've got. And they were, and they were joking. They go, well, every person, you know, every group has that one guy where maybe he's not like, you know, the best looking guy, but like he's just got a thing that women respond to. Well, it's funny. I was talking to Lizzie and I said, in my little world, you're that guy. And here's what that thing is. Truly, utterly what that thing is. Is confidence. And I had a friend in high school um, who I talked to him. I said, how do you just get these girls? He was kind of that guy in this, in, in that social group, um, you know, back when I were a lad. And, you know, I was like, well, what? And he goes, well, you know, you can dress like this or, you know, whatever. He's like, you know, be confident. Well, here's the thing. You can't teach confidence. You can inspire it, um, but you can't teach it. It's, it's, it's almost a talent. And what it is, is that this kid that I knew in high school, and Lizzie, and other people, millions of other people, billions, really, um, are okay with themselves, and are comfortable, and that breeds that confidence. But for someone like me, who has a text message in the background, but for someone like me, who has suffered from identity crises, and... Um, social anxiety and depression, crippling at some points, crippling, you know, psychological issues stemming from my upbringing. Confidence does not come easy. Um, it's something I'm not comfortable with. It's something that I had to drink to get so it would numb uh, the, the, the noise in my head and the, the, the noise in my heart, um, so to speak. The liver was having a party. So, but I'll tell you, that, yeah, being confident, it, it, it's hard. Um, 
and I, I think I've been confident. I was I was out last week, and I was totally not even paying attention to the fact that a girl was was kind of flirting with me. And probably because I was confident, because you know I didn't care. You know I'm okay. I was I was okay with me. I was like, hey, we're having fun. I'm making jokes. We're at trivia, like whatevs, and. Like, that was the vibe. And it's always, like, the whole, ah, you find love when you're not looking for it. You know why you're not, you know, why that happens? Because you don't care. You're not so in your head about, you know, will this person love me if they know uh, my dad told me to fuck off when I was 17? Or will this person love me uh, because I'm wearing a T-shirt as opposed to a dress shirt? Or what the fuck ever? You know, like, you're not wearing that, you know, desperation's the world's worst cologne. Like, you're not doing that. You say, like, I'm not looking for love, and I don't give a shit. And you can be more confident, because you're like, so what if the girl doesn't like me, or the joke falls flat, or whatever? And you're okay with yourself. And that's, I'm, I'm getting there. Um, I'm, I'm about 99% there. I mean, I really am. Not giving up on love, but, uh, um, but just being comfortable with myself, and having confidence. Um, I'm not obviously 100%, or this show would stop. So let's hope I go down a little. <laughs> Speaking of how I act and some neuroses I have, um, I fixed a toilet earlier this week and no one thanked me and there was no validation. And I kind of was like, what the fuck? Like, if you do something nice for someone, like, you uh, you know, not that I, I expected a thanks, but like, it'd be nice to, to be thanked for doing nice things, even in the background. And I realized that... Early on, before all the therapy and all that, and even a little bit now, I'm still driven to act out a bit when I'm withheld validation or thanks. Um, I get upset because I'm like, look, I'm I'm valid. I'm doing things for people, and it'd be nice if someone went, hey, you know, good job. Once again, this all goes back to my dad, who never said good fucking job. So it's not that I, I, I act out and I, like, break something like a child would. But I get mad, you know, I get angry. And you know, anger is a secondary emotion. What that is, is it's sadness. That, you know, I did a nice thing and no one, I, I, and my brain interprets it as like, no one appreciates that, no one appreciates you. And then it's just a dark Orwellian uh, hole that I go down and then my brain becomes like a topic, like uh, a hell hole. Anyway, uh, so... Yeah, there's there's that. Once again, it goes back to, to validation. And that that can go into the whole confidence thing where it's all like, well, if I'm not appreciated doing the smallest things, how can I have confidence if, A, I don't feel appreciated doing small things or if I am not appreciated for just being me? You know, I mean, I, you know, used to wear that weird badge, you know, uh, with pride. I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking weird and that's who I am. Like, people would describe me and they just go, he's Doug. Like, he's just... He's, he doesn't have, like, a defining thing. He's just this weird, funny, smart man, child, nerd guy. Like, he's, he's Doug. I'm Doug. But, you know, like, I still didn't feel appreciated for my worth in any social setting. And that's going to deflate your confidence or completely obliterate it in my case. So lastly, um, because I do have a few things to do after I record this, I had a thought. Speaking of being weird, I kind of miss... Um, saying weird stuff, you know, having like weird thought processes that kind of go in weird directions. And one of them was, I was thinking about this. I honestly was thinking about this. This took up part of my time. Let that sink in. 
What kind of pizza would pandas like? Now, let's look at this logically. One, that's a supposition that pandas even like pizza. So let's suppose that they do. That sounds good. Who doesn't like pizza? Communists, terrorists, dead people. That's it. So you have to assume pandas, despite being the shiftiest of bears, probably like pizza. What would they like on it? And you could be cute and say, oh, eucalypt uh, uh, eucalyptus is koala bears. Um, bamboo. Maybe they want bamboo pizza. Now you're just being stupid. Now you're just being stupid. Because then you're like doing like the whole dumb ninja turtle thing where it's like, I want M&M and anchovy pizza because I'm a turtle and pandas eat bamboo and whatever. No. Fuck that. I honestly think they like Hawaiian style. Pineapple and ham. I don't know why. Maybe anyone who listens to this, go to our Twitter uh, BACN uh, podcast or uh, uh, BACN pod bites and let me know hashtag it panda pizza um, but I'm, I'm thinking that they would really like I don't think I don't think they'd go so pedestrian as to do like pepperoni I think meat lovers like they're already like chubby and kind of lethargic so I wouldn't imagine that they'd eat like a really heavy pizza so I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Hawaiians like kind of a right balance if a panda were to order pizza. That's what I think. So anyway, um, I didn't mean to plug uh, our Twitter in the middle of the show, by the way. I would just like to know what you guys think, what kind of pizza pandas would like. Am I off? Am I wrong? Is there a logic to it that I am not seeing that maybe you go, well, no, they would like uh, chicken bacon ranch because those... Things are not in China a lot. And uh, so they would like that as a delicacy or, you know, whatever. Who knows? So if you have a logic and uh, a decidedly pointed view on what kind of pizza pandas would like, I really would like to know. Uh, and hopefully I'm not alone in thinking this kind of stuff um, on, you know, on a Wednesday um, for no reason. So... From Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my panda-related neuroses and non-panda-related neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!